Have you ever thought about that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd, and it was just an amazing investment, honestly, because, you know, as you are accruing value in your property, you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real. So you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that's going to flip the script. Okay. All right. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like how I know? Something I can get behind. I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. <laughs> sibling rivalry. That's good. What happened? Oh my God. But you did that all by yourself. You did? Let me see. Look at me. Wow. That's good. So what? Here, take this mic. The boy, you're worried about the boys making fun of your makeup? Yeah. Why? Because Dylan always says, like, why do you do makeup? I know, but you're, you know, you're a young girl who likes to sort of experiment and put fun makeup on. There's nothing wrong with it. And here's what, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. You listening? Don't listen to what people say, okay? If you love it and you feel good and you think it's cool, then you just move on about your day. And if they have a problem with it, guess what? That's their problem. That's not your problem. So if you go into your brother's room and they make fun of your eye makeup and they make fun of like, oh my God, you know, you just smile and say, you know what, peace. Give them the, flip them the bird. (laughs) You know what the bird is? No. This. <laughs> Honestly, don't don't worry about that. Yeah, they, but, they can't make you feel bad. Remember that. Yeah, but like 
Dylan is going to make fun of me and like watch all my TikToks and it's so annoying. Well, first of all, you're not public on TikTok. You know, of so of course um, not. Yes, but how does Dylan see your TikToks? Bodie's fine. He won't say anything, but like I'm coming. Bodie won't say anything cuz like he's my brother, but Dylan always makes fun of me. And I I didn't accept him on my TikTok. I deleted him on my TikTok. And Ben and Dylan share it on, like, they t- screenshot it, and then they just watch it. And it's so annoying. Yeah, but you're, you're creating videos for yourself and for fun, right? And, and, and so, you know, if you're, if you're making videos, are you doing it just for yourself? Or are you, are you doing Myself. Those? But you want people to see them, right? You're doing fun videos for, for people to watch. Who cares about what people think? This is what I'm saying. You just go do you and don't worry about what anyone thinks. As long as you're having fun and you love what you're doing, whether it be eye makeup or whether it be singing or dancing or whatever, then screw everyone else. Okay. All right. Later. Love you. All right. Started that podcast off with a little uh, daddy-daughter session. She came. She did her makeup. Now, by the way, we don't let her out of the house with makeup to be clear, you know, but we let her have fun. She's eight years old and she does a kick-ass job, by the way. She comes into our room sometimes in like- I'm like, did you have a, like a professional makeup artist in your room oh. that I don't know about? Oh, hey, what, well, what are you doing here? Nothing. I was just talking and you interrupted me, but we'll talk about that after. We'll get into that. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, no, I know. It's like it's like it's like someone. It's like you shit hair and makeup and wardrobe, go into her room and she comes out. It's it's crazy. She has this like insane sort of, I guess, knack for putting shit together. No, it's like a natural talent for together. like style and makeup. Yeah, and then she does her makeup. I'm like, oh my god, who did that? And she's like, I did. She's eight, you know. And so she created this whole like sort of, what would you call it? Like a wing effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Winged eyeliner, yes. Is that what it's called? Winged? Yeah. Oh, I didn't but know But not that. like a winged effect. <laughs> well, I was pretty fucking close given the fact that I don't really know what I'm talking about. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, but we don't let her uh, leave the house like that, just to be clear. But we let her explore and have fun and play. And then, of course, she's worried about, you know, her brothers and her brother's friends laughing at her, which, of course, they do. It's natural. Which of course they do. Yeah, natural. You know, it's interesting. Children finding that balance of letting them grow up and also having to rein their asses in. Total, very, very fine line, but yeah, there is. But I think it's important to have a balance. Boundaries, no. but yet also not, you know, yeah, but you suffocate just, them. Totally, but you just never know where on what side of that line you're walking. It's just sort of a, you're just making guesses. Yeah, instinct you know, and you go by. The kid itself. The kid plays a huge part. Some kids like really crave and need boundaries. I mean, most kids, but need it more than others. Um, yeah. So to recap our week. You know, I think we should maybe do like week, like week caps. Maybe it's called week caps with Oliver and Aaron or Aaron and Oliver since you can go first. Okay. Like week caps. I got it. No. 
So would it be spelled with a K? And I then, think, but then the calls would be like, we are recapping we caps, but it's also weak caps. Caps. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, my brain works like that. I like it. Um, I well, like we just, it. We were in Albuquerque where I'm working and Aaron came to visit. We just got back last night <clears throat> and staying on this sort of kids theme, you know, when you're, a, when you're away and then dealing with your kids sort of when they're away, it's hard, you know, because you're not there dealing on the day to day. And I had, I got into it with Wilder and then I apologized, you know, but I was just hot. I got hot, you know, I got angry because you know, he, he, he messed with his sister, you know, he messed with his sister. He, he picked her up and he, I think he was playing and then he like threw her in a bush and she <laughs> scraped her leg really badly. And, and by the way, she didn't tattle. I want to, I want to, I want to say that. Like she just said, Oh, I've, I've said, what's wrong? She goes, I've been crying. She didn't say, and then I was prodding and then she explained it to me. And the problem is, I, I, you get a pass. Like, he's a teenager. Hormones are happening, I guess. But, you know, he puts her in the bushes and she's crying. And then you don't really say, oh, hey, are you okay? I'm sorry. And that just threw me for a loop. I'm talking a lot right now, but I want to explain myself to you and the audience. Because we're dealing with siblings, okay, and sibling relationships, which is crucial to me. When I see the kids not getting along, it like devastates my soul. I, it, it hurts. And I think I'm yelling at my younger self in a sense. And we might've talked about this before. Have we not? I don't know. But cause I was not nice to Kate, you know, I was a dick brother for the most part. I didn't have the capacity to, to love though. You know, I was dealing with divorce and all my own shit. So I, you know, I wasn't there for her and, and I would trip her and, you know, she would annoy me and, you know, and so when I see Wilder, the kids doing that to my little ladybug, I don't know, maybe it triggers me, you know, with me. I'm triggering myself with my younger self. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. I just don't like it and I just lost well, also, it. Also, I think we um, are super lucky that all three of the kids, most of the time, like really get along. Like not only do they not get along, but they have like a blast together. Mm -hmm. And just recently, for some reason, we've kicked into a stage of them fighting a little more, annoying each other a little more, just this little like tit for tat, like stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas we had it good for so long. <laughs> like, I mean, really great. And still, I mean, there's obviously moments of laughter and they get along and yeah, the boys have each other and always did. They were always a team. I think their personalities, you know, age-wise, all that kind of stuff really mattered. And it was super cohesive. I mean, they were always like best friends and had each other and it was amazing. And then Rio, they just kind of took care of her and they were always like sweet. And even when she was a toddler and, but hey, we now, watch old videos and they're like, um, oh, I they try to, we try to show her. the kids like, would you look at you guys? Yeah. You're all cuddling. You're all on the couch holding each other. And, and, and now like this morning, you know, Rio's my little cuddle girl. She's just fucking She's just so sweet. And and she gets in bed. You know, I, I'm like hanging out with Bodhi. I wake him up and I get in bed with the kids. And and she sort of cruises in bed and 
And he's like, get out, like kicking her off the bed. I'm like, God damn it. I know. Don't you fucking touch her. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, what is, what's wrong? I know. Well, it's hard because she's being sweet and like wants to love on her brothers. And then when they reject that, that's what drives me crazy. But they now, also she can be annoying. 100%. She can do her little, you know, she knows how to push she their buttons. She does. She can be manipulative. And so that's I what get the boys it. say. They're like, dad, yeah. you don't get it. Like she's trying to get us in trouble. Like she's saying she wants a kiss and a hug, but she does not. She just wants to annoy us. Right. And that's not lost on me. I get that. Yeah. No, like I course. understand that, you know. But they've got to like, you know. They got to know when it's happening because honestly, like, I think what it is for us too is like when they aren't getting along and we see them fight, it's such new territory and like shocking and also heartbreaking. We're like, wait, why do you guys like love each other? Mm -hmm. And I think generally they do. They don't like despise each other. Like a lot of kids and brothers and siblings and sister. I mean, I, you know, and all those stories, of course, but also like the boys being, you know, 14 and almost... 11 or 12, you know, Bodhi, it's like they're at a very like kind of make fun of each other stage and mm-hmm. annoy each other, but it's still like fun and yeah. fun and they hang and like Bodhi's hangs with all Wilder and his friends and that's... Well, that's the thing is, you know, Bodhi's but, always been hanging with Wilder and his friends, but that separation has to be coming relatively soon. Once Wilder is driving... You know, and he's now off and doing his thing. Bodie, I'm sure, will be hanging as well. But, you know, and then that, there's a little separation that's going to happen with them. Totally. I know. I was reading one of the emails, I think, that um, mm. Allison sent us. But just talking about brothers mm-hmm. and siblings and fighting and how to kind of manage it. And, you know... We're, we're talking about our kids kind of fighting right now. It's barely anything. But I always mm-hmm. thought like, God, what if they didn't get along and they really were at each other? Like, how would we, you know, go at that mm-hmm. as parents? And I think, you know, the truth is it comes usually out of some sort of like competition, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, for attention, for, you know, food, who's getting something first, you know, who's better at something or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And there's a little bit of like healthy, you know, competition and that kind of stuff. But if it gets to a place, it's almost like, you know, I don't know what I would do. Like sit them down and like, you know. I don't know. That's a tough one. You know, that's a tough one. You just got to be like, look, you guys are brothers. That's what I say to the boys sometimes. I'm like, at the end of the day, this, this is what you have. These are the people for life. This is the person (laughs) that will be here with you forever, hopefully. But it's also primal. You know, we can't forget we're part of the animal kingdom, you know? So when you have siblings fighting, there's a hierarchy, a pecking order, Mm -hmm. an alpha that is Mm -hmm. being established. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the older and sometimes it's the younger. And by the way, sometimes it's the girl, Mm -hmm. you know, oftentimes fucking Rio can, you know, oh yeah, she can step it up. But yeah, there's that alpha domination that is happening. And it's always the like, you know, they're vying kind of for like, you know, who we're going to see as the the winner or the right one or, or the victim or mm-hmm. because it's this constant like, you know, like we're the, the refs or something in the game mm-hmm. of like life for them because mm-hmm. they're always kind of coming to us to be, you know, they oh. did this or they did that or, you know. I know. I know. But at the end of the day, like it matters. Siblings matter. And this show is called Sibling Revelry, even though that 
you and I have sort of taken over for the time being, but it's an important bond to try to nurture and you can use your past experiences with your sibling to try to inform your, your kids and how they should be with their siblings. You know, I obviously had a very different upbringing than you did. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I came from the divorced family and then I, Katie and I were sort of on our own for a minute and I never established a real sort of tight connection with my sister because the life around me was chaotic. My environment was chaotic. I had no stability to sort of be quiet and sit and nurture some sort of a relationship, even from an instinctual place because we were young. Mm -hmm. And then Wyatt comes along or Boston comes along. He's a step, you know, and Wyatt comes along and I'm 10 years older than he is. So it was a very sort of different sibling. Oh yeah. Who you are at what age that, that matters. Whereas you was like, you know, Beautiful oh. family, boy and a girl, you know. <laughs> I for, was the older one. He was like my one. baby. He was your baby. You used to dress him up. And- oh, I talked for him. I don't think he talked until he was like nine. <laughs> I was literally like his like mouthpiece. agent in his mouthpiece. I dressed him up and girls, you know, did everything. It was like he was, and then we were, we were literally like best friends. I mean, I think we maybe fought like a few times in our life. Like, but what was great is like, if you can establish the dynamic of like, you guys have each other, meaning like there's a, um, like a loyalty or something that's built in to know that like, this person has my back. This person knows things, you know, about me and internally, and they'll always be there for you, Mm -hmm. even if they don't want to, or even if, you know, you're fighting or that kind of stuff. I mean, and we like had each other's backs. Like we were barely like the tattle on each other. It was more like, don't, tell or I won't tell if you don't tell Sakara we know if you've heard this before I'm telling you guys it's fall it's almost Thanksgiving it's well first of all it's almost Halloween so what I would say is it's a great time to do a little reset a little Sakara reset right before the candied up holidays, the pie holidays, the ice cream, uh, the all of the foods that we're going to be eating in this fall, the heavier foods I feel and winter. Um, let's not forget that we need to always reset and clean our gut. Sakara, it's a nutrition company, focuses on the overall wellness, starting with what you eat. It's organic, ready to eat meals made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and they're designed to boost your energy improved your digestion, get your skin glowing, and uh, they are always creative with their menu. You've got chef-created, ready-to-eat breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, and they change weekly. So you know you're not going to get bored. You're always going to get something new. Uh, Thank God, because that's what we want. We want new things to eat all the time. So they will deliver to your door anywhere in the U.S. Please check out Sakara. We absolutely love it. This company. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash sibling or enter code sibling at checkout. That's sakara, S A K A R A dot com slash sibling to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash sibling. Public.com. This is a very cool website. I, in my 30s began my sort of venturing into investing 
And I have to say, when I first started to invest, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Now I uh, have enjoyed learning a lot about it. But we all need a starting point. And so what I like about this company, public.com, it makes it easy to start investing with any amount of money. So you can invest in $1,000 stocks with just $1 because they give you the ability to buy slices of shares. So you have more flexibility on what you can add to your portfolio. So it allows you to build your portfolio with the confidence in investing companies that you actually believe in. Public.com gave me sort of an opportunity to dabble, you know, to learn, to feel it out. So use sibling, use code sibling when you download the app to let public.com know you are coming from sibling revelry and you will get up to $50 in free stock to get started in growing your portfolio. Valid for U.S. residents 18 and older, subject to account approval. See public.com slash disclosures, not investment advice. So how do you feel about tattling? Our kids tattling. I don't love tattling. Neither of us do. That's just mm-hmm. a thing. I mean, unless it's it's very warranted or somebody's lying and the other kid is like, you mm-hmm. know, going to be blamed or I don't know. You know what I mean? There's that. But like coming up and running and being like, mommy, you know, Bodie hit me or so-and-so did this. It's like, Mm-mm, I don't have time. I don't definitely don't want to teach tattling. I think there's also that fine line. It gets confusing because there is a difference between tattling and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. consciously seeing something and telling a teacher or, you know, a parent or something like that. That's not good behavior. Right. But, right. It's the constant know. tattling. Well, it's also the tattling to get, you know, someone in trouble, someone in trouble or, you know, have the parent, you know, well, we've done that. Yeah, we've better, just but. tried to instill that from a young age. Yeah. I mean, from when we're like, all right, you know, even 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 if they are sort of right to maybe say it, it's like- Right, but, they get more know, in trouble for tattling right, or don't like ta- crosses you know, don't it tattling. out. Stop. Yeah. Deal with it. Yep. Figure it out. I don't know. But don't, don't tattle like that. Yeah. I mean, like, you know. It's just not a great quality. Yeah, I agree. You know, I it's- I agree. It's, I got tattled on like crazy- yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's like a trigger for you. It is, you know, but then but then when you know, one of the kids tells me that one of the other one did something that it makes me pissed off, not at the tattler sometimes like why would you do that? Mhm. You know. Yeah, look, I mean it's all tricky cuz it's a fine line of like you know, my brother and I it was like you know, I got your back kind of feeling. So you almost have like a teammate in it. Um, And I saw my brother as like, if he was getting in trouble, like I was like, oh, that sucks, you know? And I think he felt the same way. It's like, you're kind of, we established like compassion early on or like we're the kids, they're the parents. It felt like that sometimes too. Mm -hmm. Like we were in it together. Like if we were, you know, like getting in trouble. I mean- (laughs) remember this story but this goes to show how like early 80s or something it was but my parents we would go out to dinner with my parents and we always had to be on like really good behavior manners you know polite all that stuff I grew up very you know much in a household where that was like priority number one and and it's just funny now looking back because (laughs) when you're with your kids out at a restaurant and they're annoying or they're fighting or they're doing something and you ask them to stop a hundred times, you know, mm. that feeling of losing oh. your patience. And I was thinking about Lascala. 
<laughs> skull. <laughs> but well, I remember that, my that, parents sent my yeah. brother and I out to the car. We were at the fort and back home in Springfield and outside of Longmeadow. And they sent us to the car and locked us in the back of the car and kept us out in the parking lot while they finished their meal. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fucking 80s for you. Now you'd be arrested for like like child child endangerment. I know, totally. Child services. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we were like fully punished. And this was like, we're sitting in the car. There's obviously no such thing as an iPhone or anything. No, you just had had nothing to do. Yeah. Just like hanging out in the car. Anyways. um, I know. Well, that's, you know, fear and bribery. I mean, I talked about that, I think in the last one or one before or whatever. Like that's. That's what you revert to. You can read all the books in the world, but then you're th- that goes out the window and it's just fear and bribery. You know? Yeah, fear and bribery. Parenting. It's like <clears throat> yeah. sums yes, look, it up. The Scala. There's, there's an Italian restaurant called La Scala in LA and they make an amazing chopped salad, like famous. It's fucking incredible. Anyway, we're there with the kids and they're little, they're much younger at the time and they're just fucking crazy. I mean, they're rambunctious. They're in a booth. They're and you're like, sit down. Jesus. They're like putting like, you know, bread in their yeah, water. Yeah. Just like annoying each like, other. I just want to have a, like a civil meal. And finally, I'm like, you guys, listen to me right now. All right. I brought you here because this is a restaurant that you do not mess around in. And I'm going to tell you why. What's the name of this place? Wilder's like, La Scala. Because we went there all the time. I'm like, exactly. So I've been coming here since I was a kid as well. There is someone in the back that you do not want to see. And if you get rambunctious and you start messing around and start annoying people, this dude is going to find out about it. And trust me, you don't want to see him. And then I kind of chime in with like, babe, 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 don't scare them. Like, I, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I no, no, I'm like, like I some know. kids I, don't come back from the kitchen. I get it, babe. I know. I'm just saying they need to know this now. They're old enough. So his name is Skull. Because, of course, we're at La Scala. Yeah. So I just Skull, came to me. I'm yeah. like, his name is Skull. And you watch that watch that door because you don't want to see him. And they... No, but then we showed him pictures. Remember oh, yeah, we yeah, like yeah, looked up. Right. They're, like, they're like, what does he look like? Yeah. No, you. I said something like, don't show him what he looks like. So they would get scared. Yeah. And, and then, of course, I Google like crazy looking oh, man. Oh, like, like awful. Yeah, like, like no teeth, crazy yeah. looking man. I found Scary this picture man. and I yeah. showed like, there he is. And they were just like horrified. And yeah. I swear to God, they were... Most well-behaved yeah. children you can imagine for yep. that time. It was the best. Skull. And that lo- that lore lived on. It lived on because then what we did was when we were at other restaurants, it was like, well, Skull's not here. And we were like, yeah, but every kitchen has a dungeon. Remember it started with the dungeon? <laughs> and like that word was just kind of like yeah. scary and mysterious. And so we'd be like... I don't know who's down in this dungeon, yeah. but I'm going to ask the waiter if somebody's there at anyway. Oh, my it's God. It's so much of that shit. Oh, my God. The knocking sound. The knocking sound. Holy shit. That's yeah. how we used to get the kids to bed. Yeah. Because they'd be crazy. And I, we created it was, this- it was like a second wind of like insanity, like right before bed. Yeah. It was just two boys, right? So we didn't even have Rhea. It was like crazy. Or if they were going crazy and not listening or oh, any of that. And then I would go into another room and go- Or even like- just like with your hand down without them Yeah, yeah, looking. when they weren't looking, i just go. Like sometimes like loud. Yeah, and yeah, like and then deep. sometimes soft. Like. And they'd be like, what is that? And we'd be like, did you hear that? That's the knocking sound, dude. That's the knocking this sound. Is, and, and they'd be like, ah! <laughs> it's just, it wasn't even a creature. It was just, no, it was just the, the no- knocking sound. The knocking sound. sound. It was almost like a ghost Yeah, or and so then that like, became for a while, like how we got them in bed. Thing, if they yeah. were being nuts, all of a sudden you'd hear, and they'd be like, oh my God. 
I like freak or out? Or you do it, it was like loud and it was like bang and it was kind of like bang, bang, bang and it would scare them and <laughs> yeah. they would just like run and jump into bed. Oh my God. So funny. Knocking sound. Parenting is so funny. Bodhi brought that up recently. That's Did why. He? Yeah. You do anything and everything you can. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like what's going to work? get it done. Yeah. Shoo shoo birds. That was another one. That was Rio. That was Rio. That wasn't yeah. the kids. Oh, oh, no, because it was like, what makes the knocking sound? And we were like, shoo-shoo birds, remember? Yeah. Like with Rio. Anyways, like <laughs> insane, like. Kids are like horrified. <laughs> no, I know. It's always something. It's always something. Now you can't do it anymore. You know? No, I know. That's what. So it's just wilder. You know, it's like, I'm taking this away. I know. That's it. <clears throat> But they can, you know, manage when they're little and you can't, it's almost like that scare technique shakes them a little in the moment and then they get scared. Yeah. No, I know. It's true. Now Wilder, you know, I'm, <clears throat> I had that, you know, argument with him on the phone. And then of course I texted him and I, and I called him. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I got so upset. I'm just frustrated. I miss you. I'm here, you know, dealing with school and, and, and his sister, you know, hurting his sister. Excuse me. <clears throat> but um, then we started texting because basically I took away his computer, like his video gaming computer for a week plus. Because here's how it went down real quick. I don't know if people are bored, but like, whatever, they're not. I mean, it's, it's a story. They, he, he, he did that to his sister and I was like, all right, dude, you're done with your computer. Today, you're done. You're not playing tonight. After you do your homework, no, it's done. And he's like, what? I'm like, no, that's it. We catch him from abroad, from afar. We know that he, he, he played and just completely gave me the middle finger. And at that point, I was not angry. I was like, I just can't believe you did that, you know? So now I'm like, it's over, dude. Two weeks, you're done. That's it. And by the way, I'm, st I'm still sticking to that. Like I've come home and we're home. And he's like, I'm, he's like, I know. I'm like, dude, I'm serious. <clears throat> but I didn't know you went for two weeks. Wow. Uh, I'll turn into one. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> I am a bit of a, a pushover too sometimes. Um, so then we just started texting and I was like, you completely disrespected me, you know, I said, this sucks. And he goes, taking stuff isn't going to solve anything though, dad. It just makes me and the other kids more mad. It doesn't make anything better. Like think how many times have you taken something away and think it's going to solve the problem. And then later on, another one happens and you take something away. It just keeps repeating itself over and over again. It makes the kid even more angry and annoyed than they already are. You just ruined my whole entire week. <laughs> And I said, okay. That's I said, so but you dramatic. ruined your entire week, not me. And he goes, but it's your choice. So yes, it's you. And I said, you made the choice to go against me. Yeah. It was one night that turned into a lot more. And he goes, games are my happy place, dad. When I'm stressed or angry, getting and talking with my friends, you made everything I enjoy gone. <laughs> I said, you made it gone, pal. You made the choice to say whatever. I'm going to play anyway, even though my dad said not to. And then you lied to me again just now when I asked you if you were playing. It's about trust, man. I know you understand this. Yeah, and I played one round and it was short. After finishing my homework after two hours while Dylan and Ben were here and I got off and you called me. And okay, yes, I lied. But that's the first time I've lied in so long. 
Do you know how much other kids lie to their parents? It's crazy. Time, it's crazy time after one little lie about playing one match of a video game that you're taking away. It just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense. I it's love that I love the part of like it, I haven't lied in so long. I know. Meaning I, know. I do lie. Yeah. I just haven't done it in yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said, I said, yeah, but you're not other kids and I'm not other parents. You made the choice to test me and it didn't work out for you. I said, we'll have a talk when I get home. But buddy, as you get older and start going out to parties and driving, I have to be able to trust you. I have to believe what you tell me. It's so important. I will never be mad at you when you tell me the truth ever. I know, dad, but if I don't tell the truth once, you don't have to get all crazy. And these insane punishments, they're extreme. <laughs> and I never lie. Like 99% of the time, I never lie. <laughs> and the one time I did, which was now, you go to the worst punishment. <laughs> the worst punishment. And I said, dude, it was one night. <clears throat> I mean, I, I just banned him for one night. And then he uh, yeah. screwed up the whole thing. Anyway, and it goes on. and uh, But it's just... It's Welcome funny. to the world. Oh, and then of he teenagers. goes. If I was, he, and then he goes. If I was the parent, I would be like, okay. Well, if you really only played that long and got off, then you're good. Just don't play the rest of the night. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's so funny. I just love it. You know, I said you gain. He goes. You gain nothing by punishing me like this. This nothing. Like, like you, you gain nothing by punishing me like this. Nothing at all, except your son being mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that's uh, amazing except your son being mad at you and then he goes and he goes and again your punishments are, are too much even all my friends agree they're a little too much oh my god <laughs> anyway it's funny I know so there's a little window into my text exchange with the boy with Wilder they're 14 year old. They're 14 year old. I know. Yeah, it's a tough one. I feel like lies, I mean, you know, all kids lie. Like you always say, like, I set the bar too high, you know, for like my expectations of them, mm -hmm. which I think sometimes they are. But I'm also realistic. I know we all, you know, lie to our parents and get away with things. And there is like a level of lying, you know, something like that. It's like, all right. Not the biggest deal, but it's setting the tone for lying. Just meaning like it's, if it's a small one and you get caught and it's a big one that you don't like or vice versa, it doesn't really matter. It's mm -hmm. more just that like why waste with like a stupid thing like that? Because oh, then your trust is gone, whether it's big or Well, that's or the thing. Is that's why I said know? to him I didn't read the whole thing. I pretty much read the whole thing. I'm, I don't know if you're going to hear the full unedited version or not. And that's based on Allison. But... Um, <laughs> You know, I, 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 I said to him, I said, whether it's 15 minutes or four hours, it doesn't matter. You blatantly like basically gave me the middle finger. You know, we had this whole conversation. I said, dude, no, you're done for the night. And then boom, you're back on. That is a bigger issue. Not, not the actual doing, but the breaking of the trust. And I get kids lie. They do. It's normal. But how about this? Be better at it. Don't get caught so easily. We all tell little white lies, you know, when we were kids. We all try to get shit past our parents. Even you in the most beautiful, idyllic lifestyle, you are still of course. throwing a party and trying to get shit past your parents. <clears throat> Normal. But when I catch you, it breaks the trust, you know, because when, 
when bigger things, I want to be able to believe you and not be skeptical of mm-hmm. my own ch- mm-hmm. children, you know? And there yeah. are some lines that you probably let go. Like Kurt probably, and my mom probably knew of things that I was doing, but being yeah. like, you know what? Let him do his thing. You know, I know he's bullshitting me, but I can't hold my tongue. No. And I'm a sleuth. I'm like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out. Yeah. I mean, you know, it gets complicated. They're in this like tweener age. They, they're too old. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm doing a little show called Sibling Revelry with... <laughs> Thanks for visiting the show. How are you? Busy, a little crazy. But, good, you know, good. good. Well, Can't we wait to get back at it. I know we we miss you over here. Wonderful, <laughs> been a wonderful substitute. All righty. All right, love, love you. you. Have fun. When do you come back? All right. She laughed. Wow, a little guest appearance from Kate Gary Hudson. Mm-hmm. Yes, Gary is her middle name, folks. G A R R Y. That was fun. I know. Pill Club, do you need to renew your birth control prescription? Do you want to switch your birth control? Do you want to maybe try it for the first time? So whether you know what brand you want or you want help finding the best option, the Pill Club medical team has your back completely. Uh, The Pill Club, it's a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door for free. I encourage women who are not looking to get pregnant to please either protect yourself or get on some birth control. The brands, you ask, the different brands that they carry. Well, the Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as 7 bucks per month without insurance. And what's more is their licensed medical team is just a text away to give you the best reproductive health care. So you're not on your own. You know, you can actually talk to a licensed professional. Skip the office visit. Skip the waiting in line at the pharmacy and join the club. So right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash sibling, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every sibling revelry listener who becomes a patient. So your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's pillclub.com slash sibling to get your first birth control care package and donate, donate, you guys, to help more women in need of affordable birth control. And remember, thepillclub.com slash sibling. You must use the link to make a donation. Do it. Get on it. Oak Essentials. So I love this product. Um, it comes to us from uh, actually someone I, I I like very much. Her name is Jenny Kane. She has an incredible brand. And she created a product line uh, for skincare. It's for every age. It's a very balanced, very clean foundational skincare for everyone. Um, I just received this and I've been using it. And I have to say already one of my favorite Skews in the in the line is the restorative balm. I think it's fantastic. Um, there's no, it's non-GMO, organic wherever it's possible. Always free from synthetic fragrances, silicones, colorants, sulfates, phthalates, parabens, PEGs, petroleum, mineral oil, and 
nanoparticles. Um, Seriously, though, I really do love this product. Anything that's sort of clean and absorbs beautifully is something that I love spreading the word about. So Oak Essentials, you'll love it. Whether you're starting from scratch or if you're filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials makes skincare one less thing to worry about. So reveal your best skin with Oak Essentials. At oakessentials.com, you can purchase the entire five-step routine for $195 or try your first product for 15% off when you use code sibling at checkout. That's O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code sibling. Anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, all we have is trust in, in, in any relationship, really. And you can be wary of that trust that happens. You can break trust and have to earn it back. I know about that. <laughs> and same with your kids, you know, I mean, especially when they break it, when there's a big break of trust. But you have to Here's, have faith, too, that you're going to send them out into the world and they're going to do the right thing or at least totally. have it in their head. And One thing I'll say, like, if thinking back on it, because I'm, I, of course, you know, lied and did stuff and high school and all that, but, like, relatively, I was so scared of getting caught and afraid to, like, disappoint my parents so I look back because I'm always like, what did my parents do like to, to kind of create that or establish that relationship? Like why I cared what my parents thought, why I didn't want to rebel against them. And, you know, I think that's an interesting take because if you establish, you know, too much kind of, you know, fear and... Uh, you know, strict rules and this and that. I do think that that can lead to rebellion. I mean, this is just a total general statement, mm-hmm. but, um, and then if you're too lenient and like just best friends and, you mm-hmm. know, oh, this and that, they get away with, you know, kind of too much. And then there's almost like a lack of even mm-hmm. guidance, guidance or caring what you think. Cause yeah. if you kind of show them that, like, you know, so there's yeah. that fine line, I think, of creating, you know, trust open, you know, communication, them wanting to be around and liking you a little bit, not being best friends, but like liking you enough to kind of want to respect you. Like my parents were really fun and cool and they got stuff and we could talk about things. And this, there was a very open communication and we had fun together. We did stuff together, but when it came to certain things, they were super strict Mm -hmm. and that was grades and I was a terrible student, so that didn't go over too well. Yeah, but but grades are relative. But like, what does them, a letter mean? It's 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 what we talk about. No, no, no. With but that's kids. how you it's and I effort. think. But I'm saying to my parents when I was growing up, report, report cards and grades were, and effort and all that kind of stuff were very important. And like, you know, us, it wasn't like you just have to get A's. It was like, are you putting in the effort? Are you doing the best you mm-hmm, can? Mm-hmm. You did the best you possibly could and you got a C. Okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. They were like that, but they just knew that I wasn't. I was like, you know, flirting with boys and, you know, being on the phone or doing whatever I was doing. I wasn't giving it my all. And so that was a big one. Manners, big one for my parents, that kind of stuff. And like honesty. I mean, that's pretty much 
how we do it. Even with our kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Know? I'm just saying there was like a few things. Manners like, is big. I don't need some like crazy mannered kids where it's like, you know, insane. But yeah, I mean, pleases and thank yous, of course. My biggest thing other, is engaging. Yes, engaging. What I hate is when an adult will talk to the ki- a kid or my kid even at times and they just don't engage and they're looking away and they're like, uh, that makes, like me, one that word makes me crazy. Yeah, me I'm too. like, no, no, no. When someone is talking to you, you look them in the face and even if it's for 10 seconds, you are engaging that human being and then you can move on. Even if you're faking it, just Yeah, it's just engage. being, it's respect. <clears throat> it's respect, the board. exactly. So there's respect for us. There's respect for your siblings. You know, there's respect for elders, teachers, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, it also reflects, it's a selfish thing too, because it reflects on us. And that's another one. That's what my parents used to always say too. It was like, you know, you're, if we had a party or something, they're like, you're putting us in danger, you know, or if I, well, I got caught doing something that reflects badly on us, mm-hmm. you know, so it was a lot of that, but it wasn't all that mattered, right? So meaning like, it was, I felt that and I, and I believed it mm-hmm. rather than that feeling like a threat or like, well, that's all that you care about. Or, you know, it's almost like when things are too extreme, no matter what they are on either end of the pendulum, yeah. it's, it's a little, it can be a little too much. Uh, your dad was like, listen, pal, the Bartlett name is a very important name. <laughs> you do not do anything to smear the Bartlett name. You understand me? You understand me, pal? Huh? Hmm? Right. We've worked hard on this name. We came over on the fucking Mayflower, pal. <laughs> oh huh? On the fucking Mayflower. Uh, you did, right? No. I thought your dad's like relatives or ancestors. I thought you meant me. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was like a Mayflower semi truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think some distant relatives. Yeah. We're on there. I've got like some certificate or yeah, something. Yeah, I know. Man, you're Craziness. like the first settler. Yeah. Crazy. <clears throat> um, but anyways, that, that's my point. It's almost like there were the parents that you kind of want to get away with everything from or you think you can. And then there's the parents that were just too strict. So it was like always being scared. I mean, it's just a fine line of balance with everything, I think. And then also... It goes back to even, you know, with little kids, toddlers, whatever, follow through, meaning yeah, it's like if you yell at everything or you get mad at everything, there's nothing clear there for them. It's mm-hmm. just a big blur of kind of no's and can't do's. And it's almost like, all right, there's a little, it's a gray area. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're cool with most things, but then you lose your shit on one or two important things, they really know the difference mm-hmm. of what's important, where not to, you know, yeah. push the boundaries or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then also just the, it's the hardest thing I think in parenting or one of them, like that was a big general statement, but I think it's really hard to stick to your word and follow through yeah. because usually it fucks with you. It fucks with you. Yeah. So you're suffering, screws up your day, screws up your week, whatever it might be. So that's, I think, why most parents are like, "Ah, I'm just going to give in because it's easier for me. Well, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but like, you know, you you were the queen of that for a while and you did one, you did one uh, threat that was so funny. 
You remember? I've, we've talked <sighs> about it before. Of, I think. It was it was like it was like so late extreme. it was like late November, early December, and, and the kids are being nuts and whatever. And Aaron, you know, just snaps, loses it, and she's ah, 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 screaming. And she's like, "If you don't get your asses in the seat or whatever." It is, you know, if you don't do this, then there's going to be no Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I look over and I'm like, I think I was in the passenger seat. And I'm like, what do you mean there's going to be no Christmas? Like, <laughs> we can't follow through with no Christmas. That's not a possibility. Like, what? How do we I do know, this? I like, know. <laughs> I know. So that was, that was definitely a stretch. I was just <laughs> so angry. And there are those things in the moment. And then you got to take it back. But I will say, like couple people that I know. One is Robin Berman, who's an author, and she wrote this incredible book. And I got to remember the name um, on parenting. It's kind mm. of like a must-have. But And she talks about follow-through mm -hmm. because what I think is so interesting about it, speaking about trust, and I'm probably going to chop this all up, but it's in a weird way, kids don't realize it but subconsciously, when you do follow through or you don't, it creates trust. Mm -hmm. So, meaning if you follow through and you stick by your word, good or bad, obviously most of the time it's bad when you're punishing, but it's it's trust. It's earning trust that like you, when you say something, you mean mm -hmm. it. And that will kind of trickle down into other areas. Whereas if you don't, you know, and you kind of give in or you, you know, the kids are smart. They know that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they're, it's literally kind of messing up with them just in trust mm -hmm. in the long run, mm -hmm. the bigger picture, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly how it was said, but. Is she the one who is the, is it the Disneyland story? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Where they drove they all said. the way there yep. and then they're like, oh, fuck it. Like we got to turn around. Yelling at the kids, doing with it. And they threatened, <laughs> they were on their way to Disneyland and they threatened to leave and not go to Disneyland. And the kids, I think at one point in the story, it was really like, you're not going to turn around now right. or, you know, something right, like, right. like, like the no third way. time or one of those. And she looked at the husband. I mean, they had like taken off the day from work, bought the tickets oh and everything. God. And they turned around and left. That's gnarly. And she says, the daughter came to this like seminar that I was at, grown up, like college graduate yeah. and told the story. And she said, we were in so much shock. Like no one's talked the whole entire way back. She's like, I think I cried and the whole thing. She's like, but it was like a defining moment oh, in yeah, our that's family huge. dynamic because they were like, holy shit. <clears throat> A, they mean business. B, we got to respect them. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it big. works in the long run. And then, you know, uh, my bestie, Angie, when she had her little son, she took away Halloween mm -hmm, when Ollie was that. little. And it was like totally, you know, huge yeah, for her. And, I remember. Like, and she was like heartbroken. She was crying. She's like, I have to follow through, but it's like devastating. But, you know. It was a big one. And I just remember being like, wow, you're braver than yeah, me. I know. And it was awesome. I mean, they just, you know, there's those defining moments that do kind of create whatever it might be in mm -hmm. the long term. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't realize it. Um, all right. We got to wrap it up. I got to, okay. I got to watch the Dodgers game, but okay. Um, I love you. And I think this is our, I think this is our last podcast on sibling revelry. Okay. No, forever. Well, I hope I come back. Maybe I'll come back. No, this is what I'm saying. Like, no, I know that, but I'm saying, own. yeah, yeah. I want to do our own. 
I have fun. I've had, know, I've had fun it's with so you fun. on this run. And we have some great ideas too, by the way. Yeah, fun what we've been doing do in the last it. however many episodes we've done is very non-structured and sort of... <sighs> what the hell was that? Sorry. I guess, are you watching Instagram while no, I'm trying just, to wrap this no, up? I just got sent something and I saw it and it was like played loud music. Jackie just sent me something on my text. So you decided to look at the text from no, Jackie. Hold I, on. And she sent you a video and in the middle of my outro, <laughs> you just decided to push play. I honestly wasn't, I didn't mean to, but then I saw it and I was like, I got to click on it. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) You were like wrapping up. You were talking. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Well, uh, you're going to hear more of those interruptions. We're trying to come up with a name. We have a good, a couple good ones. Yeah. I like mine, but I don't know. We'll see. And um, I don't know. I'm, well, thanks for filling in. I love it. And, and uh, I want to get more audience involvement because I think that's super fun. Yeah, well, you know, right before you interrupted me with that video, mm-hmm. I was saying that... Are, are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking oh, okay. to you. What I'm saying is is that it was very unstructured and fly by the seat of your pants, right? Mm-hmm. Which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're going to have a little bit more structure. Not crazy. Yeah, we're going to meet in more. the middle. Yeah, I feel like it's bit. like weekly check-in. You know what I mean? Yeah, but maybe like, just more of like a specific topic. Yeah, getting sometimes. more, getting more de- into detailed topics. Mainly you and I, but having some guests on when mm-hmm. they really matter mm-hmm. or mean something to Fun us. Surprise guests, yeah, yeah, and then having some sort of, you know, game or something that's fun in the middle or yeah. the end. Yeah, we have a couple good listener ideas. engagement. Maybe even like hotline stuff. Yeah, maybe some live stuff. Yeah, you know, where we're actually. That would be fun. Having conversations with people. Um, Anyway, I love you. Thank you you. for filling in. Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye. Bye. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. If you want to show us some love, rate the show. And leave us a review. This show is powered by Simplecast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A. And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. 
And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.